Welcome to the Mapper Forward podcast, friends, uh, and to episode four, I believe, of our swap cast between the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward and the Mapper Forward podcast, Middle East. I'm joined by the fabulous Sara Al Ale. Hello, Sara. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We have been speaking about that. Uh, your cafe that's opening soon. We've been talking about the building blocks that you've used to build that. And mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about culture and people and how you've taken this idea of celebrating people, which is your mission, and the values that you used to build that, as we spoke about in the previous episode. And now we're going to talk about how that then flows on to building a culture and why it's important to define a culture. In all the consulting work that I've done, a lot of people question, is it really important to define your culture? Especially when you've got like a small team of two people or three people in a cafe. And I always tell them that the the reason it's important to define a culture and put a lot of effort into building it is because it sets the business up for boundaries. So it helps people understand what's acceptable within a business and what's not acceptable within a business. And this was something we spoke a lot about when we were building the customer acquisition plan for that. And that took a lot of effort. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk in the next episode in detail about how we built the customer acquisition plan. But also in this episode, I kind of want to talk about how we used the idea of culture, both the culture that we defined for our customers and within the cafe and the culture that we defined for the staff and suppliers uh, that defined the way that we chose suppliers and we chose staff and how that all kind of fit together to come together for a culture. So why don't we define how we celebrate people as a part of culture at that? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, first of all, like uh, I want to um, uh, like define the difference between work environment and culture because I had this misunderstanding uh-huh. yep. at the beginning. You remember when we did the consultation, I was yeah. asking like many people, um mix them together mm-hmm. they're part of each other but like when we talk about work environment it's it's just the you remember when you told me it's just the equipment and yep. like when you have equipment you have a place you have so that's work environment yep you can make it healthy you can make it yep. uh, um, safe but when we talk about culture it comes to how we treat each other how we deal yep. with each other in every single exchange. So uh, what was your question? Sorry, I... Um... <laughs> how do we... <laughs> for... <laughs> this yeah. is, for anyone who's listening, this is exactly how a standard conversation goes between Sada and I <laughs> every single day. <laughs> we'll have four-hour conversations and we'll hop between many of these things. Anyway, yeah. so how do we use celebrating people to build a culture? Like what were some of the elements yeah. that defined that? So, uh, so when we chose, like when we did our customer acquisition plan, mm-hmm. so we were choosing who will fit in the culture of that. So right. are these people, the people that will enjoy being like in that or not? Yep. Now, so, I just want to clarify something there for anybody who's about to say, these people are saying that 
some people are welcome and some people are not welcome and we're being Mm. exclusionary and all those things. No, everybody's welcome at that. Everybody's welcome. But some people will feel more like it's their jam, like this is the culture for them at this place, right? And you were very intentional about creating a space for the people who would enjoy that celebrating people we don't want to create a space for people who hate other people that goes against what that is about yeah, it exactly. goes against celebrating people so sorry i interrupted you there go ahead no it's okay okay continue <laughs> <laughs> but but let's talk more about when we were customer acquisition plan we created mm-hmm. um that side of things uh we know who the customers are and how they're going to feel comfortable go ahead how do we determine it's, that it's the same thing for the employees mm-hmm. like the team who yeah. will fit in this team who will value respect trust empowerment and purpose yeah who will be like each one of us should be aiming to celebrate others so we are celebrating each other all of us so that's why it's very important so that we can that we define the culture and define the people that will match and will will be a good fit for this culture i remember asking a specific question when it came to culture around when we were trying to figure out like who are the right fit for employees and we were talking about defining culture and you said to me so you know, explain how we're going to figure that out. And I said to you, well, let's look at a value that's the opposite of one of that's values. Let's look at ego. Mm -hmm. So what's the relationship between our staff and ego? Do you remember we were talking about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. It became (laughs) We talked a lot about it. (laughs) We really did because this is something that we're both passionate about. Um you know, especially as you're looking to cultivate business owners of the future, it's very, I mean, the relationship that you have as a business owner with ego can really define the way that you move through your business. And it can really define the culture of who you're attracting into the business as customers and as employees and as suppliers. And sometimes this is one mistake I see so many people make uh, when they betray their values and their culture because of ego, they want to buy products to sell in their cafe because of the person that made the product or because of the company that made the product. So it's the the name that they want to tell people, I sell this particular brewing equipment that such and such made just so that they can say that they've done this. But does it fit into the culture of what they're trying to do? Does it, is it profitable? Will people buy it? Is it going to be money that's just sitting on a shelf? These are the reasons you have to define your values, your mission, your vision, and your culture. Because it helps you have these boundaries that say to you, actually, I'll support this business as one of their customers buying directly from them for myself but it, it's not in alignment with my culture. It's not in alignment. It's not in alignment with the culture that I'm trying to create for my team and for my customers and for my suppliers. One other thing that we did talk about was that <laughs> when we were 
trying to define our customer acquisition plan. We went through as we were creating our customer personas. We <clears throat> we went through in trying to choose five customer personas. It was quite extraordinary the number of people that we knew were not going to be a fit for the that culture, right? Yeah. It's like they will it's not just being um part of the culture it's enjoying being in that culture right because if you don't have the same you don't align with our values you won't feel included and you won't feel part of this culture mm -hmm. but we won't let you feel this way but but it is normal when you go to different cultures and you they have different values that don't align with you you won't fit in that culture but Something. as we move on in the in the customer acquisition plan we will try as much as possible possible to bring more people like it's it's welcoming mm -hmm. to everyone but there are people who will enjoy being part of that and then when we did that we could then find the team that could support that vision so it was about yeah. finding employees that would also fit into that culture that could yep. facilitate the idea of celebrating people. The last thing you want is to have this idea that, you know, you've got celebrating people like across everything with your brand and then you hire people who are grumpy and you hire people who don't want to be there or you hire people who hate people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And the, we go back to... to um the joy of being in that mm. so if if you, it is the same idea like if you don't align with the values you will not enjoy being there right right and this is where i mean now we, we've spoken about your mission your vision your values how you build the business and now we're starting to get a real clear understanding as we move into culture of how all of these things fit together a lot of people think, well, you know, I'll just write down a vision and I'll write down a mission and, you know, a tagline's really great, et cetera, et cetera. But for people listening to this, I hope we've demonstrated how these things start to fit together so that you can actually build a real life business out of this that will be successful. It's important that you're able to not only make these statements, but demonstrate how these things will play out in real life and how they'll keep people safe. You know, you can't have an environment that celebrates people or that says that it's going to celebrate people. But you hire people who just want to be Instagram famous or you hire people who are predatory, you know, and are disrespectful yeah. to the opposite gender or the same gender. You can't Not aggressive or aggressive, yeah. right? It's, it's about, and, and this is why I say culture is important for helping you to define boundaries. If you don't define what your culture is, then the people who come into the culture, they are the ones who will define what the culture is. And I've seen this happen too many times where the established culture hasn't been defined within the business and then they'll invite in a new employee who might be aggressive and they change the complete tone of the workplace. And because the culture isn't established, what ends up happening is it turns sour and becomes toxic. Yeah. If the 
if the culture was established, that person would never have made it through the hiring process. And if by chance they managed to trick their way through the hiring process, what would have happened was that they would have been found out like that and would have been out of there within a day. But that's what comes from having an established culture and going through the process of knowing who your people are, all of your stakeholders, as well as knowing what your culture is. Yeah, it's uh, it's very important to choose the people that will revive the culture. Yeah. Yeah. And will keep the soul of the and the core of the business. So it's yeah, this is how they fit together and we can have the healthy community we're talking about. Yeah. Because this all ties back to profitability. At the yeah. I mean people who are listening to this thinking that oh these are really <clears throat> nice things to have but how are you going to make money? You know, we've said that in a, a previous episode. Yeah. All of this is intrinsically linked to the profit and loss statement and the projected sales plan. We are we're building a menu, signature drinks, uh, everything off the ideology of celebrating people. We've got cost breakdown analysis for products so that we know that everything's profitable. We're carefully watching our monthly expenses. Everything is built off that. So this is not just a, oh, let's hold hands and, you know, like celebrate each other and feel good about each other. No, this is a legitimate business that will be very profitable and will thrive for years to come and will birth the business owners of the future. Do you want to wrap up this episode? Inshallah. (laughs) No, I just uh, like, um, I just want to advise people to put the time and effort Mm. to work on their culture. Because many people say, like, it's not important. And we tend to think about money first and then the culture later on. But let's think about it. Yeah, we are we are building the business, the culture, the business model, the the, um, vision, mission and the values. And then we are looking at the same time how it can be. How can we get more profit? by doing these things yeah it's 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 not like we want profits and we're doing this to have profits it's it's we're building something different yeah and we want it to be profitable so it can continue yeah yeah it's awesome so exciting do you want to sign off yeah Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast, friends. If you haven't yet taken the opportunity to rate, review, or comment on this podcast wherever you're listening to it, we'd love you to do that to help this podcast keep growing. We really appreciate your support. And while you are showing us some love, please consider sharing this episode with your friends if you think that they would be interested. You can do that via WhatsApp, text message, or social media where you'll find us at iMapItForward. You can find the video version of this podcast on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash MapItForward. This podcast is produced by MapItForward and the track you're currently listening to is called Run, 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 written and performed by myself, Lee Safar, and produced by the fabulous Evolutionary Theory. Till the next episode of the podcast, peace, love and peanut butter, friends, and have an amazing rest of your day.